Hi, and welcome back to Marriage Sensation. We're a marriage ministry located out of our church, New Life at Calvary, on East 79th and Euclid Avenue in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm Walter Glenn. And I'm Katie Glenn. And we're delighted to have you back with us today. Today we're going to talk about connecting in your marriage, how to have those connective points. But uh, as you can see, somebody didn't get the memo about what uniform to wear. Right. Obviously, we were both supposed to wear Steeler uniforms, and I see her in, uh, what is that uniform? Cleveland Browns. I don't know where that connection didn't hit, but I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. Obviously, you guys need to pray for us through the remainder of this lesson because uh, it's going to be some kind of it's going to be a little challenging to get through this. <laughs> but but as we continue, let's go to the Lord in prayer. That'll help us out. And Father, we thank you for this opportunity to connect with our couples. We thank you for the ability to connect with each other. We lift this before you, Lord, and we ask your favor, your glory, Lord, that you and you alone would be our connecting point. That we can look to you for our help, our strength. You would be our refuge. And we ask, Lord God, that this lesson would go according to your will, plan, and purpose for us. For it's in Jesus' name that we pray and give thanks. Amen. 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 When we're connecting with each other, you are using your words. So that's point number one, right? Right. We're using our words to connect with each other. we got four points that we're going to go through. And so words can be very powerful. Mm. They can lift you up or they can tear you down. They can strengthen you or encourage you. Um, they could just make life so much better with your knowing what the good things are being said for you or said about you by your spouse. So the words are just very powerful. So you have to be so careful what you say. Yeah, words matter. I mean, like you words, said, they can motivate matter. or they can devastate. They can build up or they can tear down. They can strengthen or they can weaken. And so when we're in the context of marriage, our words matter. And how we use those words matter even more. Absolutely. And what we find out is something to consider and think about is where do your words come from? Okay. They come from your heart. Absolutely. So whatever you're thinking in your mind about your spouse, it's eventually going to come out in your words. And so... You have to look at your own heart and see, is my heart uh, full of uh, love or full of hate? Mm -hmm. Is it full of um, anger or anger? is it full of joy? Right. See, right. our words, Katie, are an overflow of the attitude of the heart. Exactly. Because the attitude of the heart will find its way up the canal and out of the mouth, mm -hmm. and it will come out in our words. Uh, right. You know, our heart... The condition of our heart really seasons the condition of our words as we yeah. speak to each other. And we use a lot of words daily, weekly, monthly that are going to either edify our marriages right. or they're going to really harm our marriages. And over time, it can build bitterness, resentment, or it can build joy and lasting peace within a marriage. So we've got to wonder, you know, we've got to really, really be cognizant of what are our words, what are the words being said. And what's coming from our heart, you know, kindness should be coming out of your heart. Well, you know, love and sometimes that's it's just not the way it is. And so you have to really examine your heart. Absolutely. See what what's going to come out of it. So, so you're going to talk a little bit about honoring right now. Uh, right. That's that's one of the things that really needs to come out in our words as it relates to our spouse. Right. So connecting in conversation, 
uh, is made when we have, when we honor each other, Amen. when we honor our spouses. And honoring means that um, you place value on the person. Yes. You place value on what they're saying. So you can place a high value or a low value, but you think about what are who you're talking to and how you're going to value them, value what they say. You know, it's really a very unique situation. God gives us the ability uh, to either accept him or not accept him, but also as it relates to each other, he gives us the ability to place a high value on how we honor the other person. Right. So the honorer can place a high value or a low value right. on the honoree, the person that you're giving the words to. Right. And so, you know, God allows us to, 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 to have that type of uh, control over our words. And so we have to use that control wisely. Mm -hmm. The honorer has to always choose, and we recommend it, just as God wants us to value each other, marriage sensation, in marriage sensation, we want each, we want all of us to honor ourselves right. and our, our spouse as we give the words to them, words of life. Right. And when you're trying to connect in, in conversation, you have to give good time in terms of talking it out, talking out whatever you're discussing, mm -hmm. whatever problem or whatever issue. But the time is honoring and that you've given up enough time to have a conversation to work out whatever needs to be worked out. But, you know, half, you don't give that much time, you're not going to be able to uh, find out what the situation is or how to come to a solution. Well, let's, just give, an, let's just give an example. Uh, it's not good for me to drop uh, a very hot topic or a sensitive topic when I'm on my way out the door to work and we have right. no time to sort of hash it out, talk about it, form right. a foundation. We right. call that dropping a bomb on the way out the door. You know, we don't want right. to do things like that. And you'll be like, what? What just happened? You yeah. Know? And we also want to not talk about things when we don't have time to fully develop the thought or have right. time to exactly. really talk it through it. In other words, uh, if we need it, uh, we're having a, we're handling a difficult subject or even a, a pleasant subject. Sometimes we need to set aside some time to actually talk about it right. and a place that you, you always recommend right. that. That's one of right. your things. You like to recommend having a good place to talk about it and a good time to talk about it so that right. we can uh, sort of work through that situation. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. we, half conversations are of no value in a no. strong marriage. No. Those half conversations only lead to more questions. Right, exactly. They don't lead, exactly. To, they don't lead to solutions. Uh, second area is um, connecting in conversation. By listening. By listening, right? You do that one. By listening to each other and truly be intentional listening to what your spouse has to say. And some ways to do that is, and I'm sure, you know, a lot of people do this already, but if you don't, it's just something to think mm -hmm. about, is that you look eye to eye okay. at the person. You look eye to eye so they know that you are really listening to what they're saying. Yeah, right. Right. The other thing is, I think you mentioned before, leaning in. You know, you lean into a, a conversation yeah. so that you can, you know, you, you look like you're really trying to listen to what they're saying. Yeah, I, I just believe that's valuable uh, to get, you know, as close as possible. I don't want to send the posture that I'm kind of 
getting away from you, or right. I don't, I'm not really interested in what you're saying. Right, exactly. Uh, I'm distracted. Exactly. La 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 la. No, I want to lean into your conversation uh, and really try to figure out what you're saying. That's important. Yes. The other thing is to come up with clarifying questions. Yeah. Questions that will clearly. Um, let you know what your spouse is talking about. Absolutely. And because uh, you have to really, because that also shows that you're listening. Yeah. When you have clarifying questions, it lets you know that you were listening to what they're saying, but now I have a question about it. Yeah, we've got some examples of what a, what clarifying questions kind of look like in a conversation. Uh, right. You know. So one one is what I hear you saying is, mm -hmm. and then you say what you thought your spouse said, and right. your spouse then can tell you whether it was right or wrong, and then um, they can clarify it. Yeah. They can give you some more information or say it in a different way so that you understand it. Um, another one is, tell me again exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. No, just asking that I, I heard what you said, but tell me uh, again exactly what happened. Yeah, that helps me get the specifics uh, of what really took place. And again, it's showing that you're listening. You know, I think another one is, how did you feel about what happened? Exactly, exactly. Tell me how, you know, how did you feel? What did you feel when this situation came up? You know, that's very important to because again, it shows that you're listening and you're concerned about the person's feelings and how they took it. And another one is, uh, what can I do to help you? That's the big one right there. Right. What can I do in this situation? What are you asking me to do right. to help this situation? Exactly. You've mentioned in the past that sometimes, guys, we always tend to want to fix a situation right. when all you want as a woman is for us to listen. Right. Sometimes, you know... Listen. Listen. That, that's a good thing for the, 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 your spouse to listen, but also, sometimes you do want help. Mm -hmm. You do want... It, uh, maybe you can come up with a solution to how I can approach this person or whatever the situation is. So, again, that just shows you that your spouse is really, truly listening to mm -hmm. what you're saying. Because if you're asking for it, in that point, that's my cue to offer a solution. If you're, right. if you're, if you're asking, asking for, for it. it. Right, not okay. just right off the, right. the bat. So that is very good. Uh, a third area is um, connecting in conversation is where there are no distractions. Mm. There are no distractions. Um, those are laid aside. So, to, for me, I need an area where there are no windows so I can look outside and see all the little critters and things that are out there. Um, no TV is on. The phone is not on. You're in a, in a room where you can really, you can sit together, you can look at each other, look at each other eye to eye, and then have a conversation. That's especially, I think that's... Uh, Especially if you're, you're going through a tough situation, mm -hmm. you need a room where there are no distractions so you can really, you know, talk out what is happening and come up with some solutions. Yeah, I think it's honoring as well. I think yes. when, when you're not distracted by something, uh, when you're talking about something that's really important. Mm -hmm. uh, right now, you may hear in the background, we've got our dog, Tammy, and she's kind of scratching, a, she's playing with a bone, so she's scratching. So that could be a distraction, and we apologize for it, but distractions can come in all shapes, sizes, and forms, right. and so we've got to be cognizant of how do we eliminate the distractions 
when we're trying to connect with each right. other because right. that's valuable time. Mm -hmm. And another way is uh, where you can really have that kind of connecting, connecting conversation is if you go on a date night. Excellent. When it's just the two of you. You're not distracted by kids or anybody else, but you're out together, you're doing something fun, you're enjoying being just being together. And that can bring about some really good conversation. That's actually a marvelous time to connect because it's a fun activity. It's right. not something and guess what, ladies? Guys love it when we can connect with you doing something that we like that you've leaned into mm -hmm. that disarm us. And now we're more open to talk. We're more right. open to communicate with you at a, at a level that we probably wouldn't communicate in other circumstances. Right, because you're doing something that, that you that enjoy and yeah. the wife gets right, we get right into it with your with your husband to make it more relaxed and, and it always turns out to be a good time. It's a better time. So, I mean, some ideas for that might be going to a movie together. Yeah. It might be going on a hike together. That's an excellent one because you can talk and walk and and uh, maybe um, going doing some yard work together oh, or yeah. doing like some things. Yeah, we do. We, that's one thing we like to do together. So I mean, there's all kinds of activities. You know what you like as a couple. You know what you value. And on those type of uh, excursions or dates, you know, maybe it's a ride in a car. I don't know what it right. is for you, but we know that there's got to be something where you can you where you can use it as a connecting point to connect in your marriage mm -hmm. with your spouse. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, another way is um, focusing on common needs. Yeah, that's our last point there, right, focusing on common needs. Right, so we there. talked about basically uh, honoring your spouse, listening to your spouse, Getting rid of distractions. Getting rid of distractions. And this last one is having common needs and right. focusing on them. Right, right. The first one is um, common care is when we care about each other. Mm -hmm. When we try to find out what it is you need or what something that you want, but to care about what's going on in your spouse's life. You know, in the Bible, Jesus says, or the Word of God says, Cast your cares upon him because right. he cares for you. Right. It's interesting in that one sentence, it, the, the word care is used in different ways. You know, cast your care, okay, cast your problems, your anxieties, then, yes, your, your, fears. Your, your fears, your hopes, your dreams, right. everything, everything on God <laughs> because he cares. He takes care, he provides for you, he cares right. for you, he right. loves you, yeah. he adores you. He created you. He sustained you. He redeemed you. So he, so we're, we're we're casting our cares on God because He cares for us. Right now, we can do similar things with our spouse. Although yeah. our spouse is not God, we can do some similar things there where we give them our cares, the things that are, as we mentioned earlier, right. and we let them know that this is going on in my life. Right, this is bothering me, yeah. and you know I need help with with what I can do about it, but. Just knowing that your your spouse is asking about it, and, yeah. and they show how much they care for you and what they want to do for you, that's so important. And it's excellent to get the proper response, right? When and you the do cast exactly. whatever that is on your spouse, because when God says to you know place your, your your cares on me, and because I care for you, He cares for us by first listening 
to our prayers. Mm -hmm. He wants to, uh, he loves us. First of all, that's probably number one, that he loves us in, in spite of everything. But that uh, he will help us yeah. and that he will uh, be there, you know, whenever you need him. And it's just the love that he has for us. Absolutely. And that same thing can happen in our marriages. If you cast your cares upon your spouse, things that you're concerned about, maybe something that you're worried about, your spouse can then have the appropriate response in that everything's going to be okay. Isn't it wonderful when you bring something to your spouse and they look you in the eye and they say, baby, we're going to make it through this. Right. We're going to be all right. Yeah. Everything is going to work out. Right. That's so comforting. God got us. Now let's right. pray about it. Right. Let's pray. Exactly. God got us. Exactly. And it can be any little thing that comes up that your the care your spouse shows you reassures you. Yes. It gives you comfort that okay, we we are going to make it through this. It's an affirmation. It's an affirmation that it's going to be okay. We're going to work everything out, you know. So that is so important. And it just shows that your spouse loves you and cares for you. And they just want everything to be better, to be good. And uh, let's have that deep conversation where we can talk about it. Well, the goal in marriage is to, is to get the best outcome in a situation that leads to a great outcome for your marriage. Okay. Right. So many times in marriage, and, and we've seen this over the years, this has happened. There's been a very negative situation that's happened to a couple or couples. And the response, as we're talking about now, has not been a good one. And what happens is years later, that person can remember that response. They can remember the hurt, the pain that's associated with that response because it wasn't a good one. And so, uh, you know, the good thing about our, our, our relationship with God is, you know, he's, he doesn't he doesn't put us in a position where we have to doubt his love for us. Right. Uh, you know, Katie and I were once uh, in the emergency room at the hospital. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I forget which one of us was in the hospital. But we were there with each other. And we heard the patient next door. The doctor came in and the doctor saw the person and the doctor said, oh, my God. And I'm thinking now the doctor should oh, never no. do that. I mean. You, we look at, each other, we look at like, each other and we're like, that is just so wrong. That is so messed up when a doctor comes in and says, you know, those type of words. Because what you want from the doctor is, like, they've seen that condition before. And, right. you know, we got this under control. Right. Don't worry <laughs> about it. it. If I were the patient, I would have went nuts when the doctor said, oh, right. my God, what's going on? And it's like, you know. So that's the same way we want to be with our spouses. We want to, right. you know, maybe it's a, maybe it is a, a negative situation or even a bad situation, but we want to have, uh, you know, the the vibe or the attitude like God got us in this. We're right. gonna be okay. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Boy, that was incredible. That was an incredible evening. Oh, that was that was something else. So let's 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 land the plane here. Let's close this out. Uh, so we we talked about those four areas. So is there any? We've got three last words we'd like to give you mm -hmm. in terms of how we care for each other in this vital area of connecting with each other in our marriage. Right. So common care, common kindness, and validation are critical components to connecting in conversation with your spouse. And it just 
that, that being able to connect and talk just brings us closer together. Yeah, we didn't talk about uh, kindness, I, I think, enough in this segment, but kindness goes a long way in marriage. Right. Having, being a kind person, having a kind spirit as it relates to your spouse, and the validation goes without question. Uh, we all need validation. Right. Uh, you know, from each other to say, you know, uh, things are going to go well. This is going to be all right. Uh, we love you. We got this. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's so. comforting words. Amen. Amen. Well, I thank you for joining us with this lesson on connecting with your spouse. Um, we want in the future your marriage to be just absolutely connected at that point of to the point where you know it is very strong it's vibrant it's healthy and you just have a we just have this kind of vibe with each other you know uh where where you can we can just feel the connection you can tell when the chemistry is right and that's the kind of connection we strive for in marriage sensation again we're a marriage ministry and we, our goal is to lift marriages up and exalt the Lord Jesus Christ in the process. So until next time, we want your marriage to be sensational. sensational.